0: Hey friends, December is here. Christmas is here. What do you want this year? I bet it's peace. Peace in your relationships and holiday gatherings. Who doesn't want that? Well, the greatest gift we could get would be to feel loved and extended grace for who we really are. I mean, loving grace is the very gift that God is inviting us to unwrap this season. And loving and grace is the very gift that we can give to others this year. Hey, I'm Jennifer. I'm here to help you feel satisfied in your closest relationships, starting with a relationship with God and yourself. I know what it's like to endure the holidays without much peace, and I know what it's like to struggle to feel fully known or deeply loved. This is the Honest Ugly Podcast, where you will find grace and freedom to not just survive this holiday season, but to thrive as you accept God's invitation to friendship and intimacy with Him simply by being honest. Pull on your apron. (laughs) Totally kidding. I don't need an apron to pour a muffin mix out of the box, but grab your hot drink. I'm going to have hot chocolate with marshmallows. What are you going to have? We have time to chat while these muffins bake. How many of you guys stand at the refrigerator with the doors open and you just can't decide what you want to eat? Maybe you don't do that. Maybe it's just the people around here. Or maybe at the pantry, I will stand there and think, well, there's that option. There's this option. I don't know which one I want. And it just delays eating. I know that's a silly example to start off with, but in the times in my life when I've remained stuck and I've delayed something, it's because I'm undecided. I'm I can't make a decision. There's options before me, and I'm not picking either one. Therefore, it is delaying the process of what I'm trying to get to. And lately, I've had lots of conversations with people, and the thought that keeps coming to my mind is I heal moving forward. Like I become unstuck when I move forward. I don't become unstuck and then move forward. I move forward and then become unstuck. It kind of reminds me of the story in the Bible where the angel stirred the waters, and the first person to get in there was healed. And as I was thinking about that, it made me wonder how many of those people stood around and they couldn't decide if they were going to get in the water or not. Like the the first person in there, I wonder if they thought when those waters are stirred, I am going to be the first person in there. Like they had already decided in their mind, they they weren't indecisive. They just decided that's what I'm going to do. And they did it, and they were healed. And so I don't know that that's what happened, but that's just what I'm thinking. And so the thoughts going on in my own life is that we just need to pick one. We stay stuck, and we keep ourselves from moving forward because we just won't make a decision. When I started this podcast, the reason I braved jumping in, not knowing what I was doing, and knowing that it might not be as good as it could be eventually, It was because I felt the Holy Spirit whisper into me, I will continue to heal you as you encourage other people. And so it was almost this promise that if I move forward, then God's going to do the work in me that needs to be done. I have several examples that come to mind, so I'm just going to share them here in hopes that one of the stories might trigger one of you listeners and help you get unstuck where you are. But one thing, I have a friend that is just undecided about what they want to do with their life. They don't even know what they want their life to look like. They have lots of things they're working through. And as I'm asking them questions and they're telling me the options of what they could do that sets their soul on fire, I hear I hear a handful of things in there. And so I list them back to them. I said, I hear you said this. That you love. I hear you say this that would set your soul on fire. I hear you say this that would make your heart feel more like who you are. So just pick one and do it. Because the thing I'm learning is that God. I mean, He gently leads those with young. He directs us, and if He can direct the the heart of a man like streams of water, He can get us to where he wants us to go. And so I'm not saying that there's no bad decision, but I am saying that God's grace is so deep for us that we can just make a decision and move forward and handle those things as they come and God will lead us through them. If that's not where he wants us, then then he will move us, but we have to keep moving forward. I think so many times we get stuck with the, well, what ifs, or why, or this, or that, or fears. Fear has been a big one in my life over the years, and it just keeps us stuck. And I still have some indecisiveness lately, I've noticed in my own life, but when I haven't, when I have confidently moved forward in my choice, seems like the tension I carry In the place where I'm undecided, it just vanishes away. Because when I stop being undecided and I move forward confidently, it's just like, I know, well, this is what I'm going to do. So my actions can line up with that. There's no more of this standing at the pantry door thinking I have these options. Like, no, just choose one and move forward and trust God to lead you and guide you and give you grace. I have a friend, they keep deciding what they're going to do in the gym. They don't know whether they want to lift really heavy or cut to be more defined. And so we have been having this conversation for a good month now. And yesterday I just told my friend, just pick one. (laughs) I wasn't that dominating about it, but I'm like, just pick one because here's what I've learned. When you pick one, then you can go all in with that and you have some forward motion. Later on, you can always decide to do the other one. You don't have to stick with it for the rest of your life. Obviously, you're not going to do the same workout the rest of your life, But pick one because right now, friend, I see you stuck. We keep having this same conversation. So how about you just pick one and go with it and confidently do everything that revolves around that decision and walk confidently in it because then at least you're not stuck anymore and you don't have that internal tension going on that you feel when you're undecided about things when i think of my own life and when i think of the people i've had conversations with the things that we get stuck about i mean some of them are big like should we stay married should we get a divorce should we adopt should we not should we foster should we not i mean there's there's these big huge decisions But there's also these little bitty ones like, should we lift heavy? Should we cut? Should we choose gray walls or should we paint them blue? Should we cook or should we go out to dinner? Should we, you know, buy this gift or should we give a gift card? Like those are simple things. But if you look at your own life right now, the places that you're just, that's just taking up a lot of mind space and energy in you and maybe causing a little tension and heaviness, it's probably... Most likely a place of indecisiveness, like you just haven't made a choice about something. And so today I just want you to hear that we've got to start making choices to move forward. We have to be in this forward motion if we're going to allow God to heal us in certain areas that we keep being stuck in. Just recently, I had a sweet friend say she's not even sure if she's saved, and I paused for a moment and thought, and so I asked, you know, what are, the, what, what are the fruit of the Spirit? And she listed them for me, and I said, do you see those in your life? Yes. Have you seen them become more of who you are as the years go on? Her answer was Yes. And I said, there are a lot of good people in the world. Well, Bible says there's no hearts that are good, but um, there are people with good morals in the world and the fruit of the spirit might look like it's in their life, even though they're not believers. And so we talked about that for a second. And then I said, do you hear God leading you? Do you hear his His guidance? Do you feel the Holy Spirit whispering you, into you? And she said, Yes. And I said, sister, my sheep hear my voice. You're hearing the voice of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is evident in your life. So you can believe that you were saved. You can believe that you're a follower of Jesus. I asked her what her conversation with God was like. And she said, well, she is praying that God just please show her, please show her, like begging her, please show her, please show her. And I said, can I encourage you to change that prayer? (laughs) Like when you're doubting that you're saved, could you change that prayer to, God, I'm doubting again. Can you do a work in my heart over that? Because I know that I belong to you. Because she's begging God to show her if she's saved or not, and he's already shown her just in our conversation. Yes, the fruit of the Spirit is evident in my life. Yes, I hear his voice calling out to me and guiding me and speaking me and prompting me. Like, I know I'm his child. So stop begging God to show you what to do, what to believe, and just start moving forward in the belief of the things he has already shown you. And so like I was telling her, how about you make a choice to believe instead of asking God to show you? Like just brave the choice. Confidently decide that that's what you're going to believe. From here on out, even when the doubts come up, you're going to decide that this is what I'm going to believe. And even my friend who in in the gym, I mean, just decide that this is what you're going to do and let your actions follow suit. My other friend who has all these choices of things that would set their soul on fire. Pick one and move forward. Choose to believe that that's what you're going to do right now and let your actions follow suit with that. Now, of course, are we always going to make the right decision? Absolutely not. There's been times in my life just recently that I confidently made a decision. I chose to do and to believe and to let my actions line up with what I chose. And I've had to walk through some consequences of those. They were it wasn't the best choice that I could have made, but God's grace covers things. So when we're making choices when we're so indecisive and we're so worried about whether or not we're going to make the right choice or we're so worried about what we should do, just looking at my own life, I can see the value in just making a stinking decision and going with it and letting ourselves line up with that choice because our actions are going to follow suit. For Today's post, I guess I just want to give you, say, two things to think about as you're in this place where you're undecided. Maybe there's some tension going on because you don't know what to do. You don't know what your life is supposed to look like. You don't know what the choice you're supposed to make is, like you just don't know you want to get it right. You're afraid of getting it wrong. But I don't want you to stay in that place of stuckness because it can be debilitating and it can just keep you in a stagnant place where it's heavy and depressing and life-sucking instead of life-giving. But we can move forward. And here's a thing that I just... I don't think I knew I was doing, but it is what I was doing. And as I jotted it down to share here today, I just realized that I want these two things to be just the filter through which I look through from now on. And the first thing is that I want to decide what I'm going to believe. Now I'm not gonna decide what's true, because what's true is true. If if you don't know what's true, then we're gonna to have to start in a different place. But if you know what's true, like if you're Now, I get it, our beliefs shift and change, and God refines them, and He takes us on deeper levels, so know all of that when I'm saying believe, you know, like, you're going to have to decide what you believe is true. Now, I believe what's true is true, and God's way is best, and what He says is true, and He's going to refine us and, and take us into a deeper knowing of that truth as we walk on this journey of life. But what I'm saying today is we are going to have to decide what we are going to believe. We're going to have to decide that if what we are thinking right now is true, are we going to believe that? Because you don't have to believe truth. None of us have to believe truth. We get a choice. Now, truth does not change. There's not a choice on what truth is. But there is a choice on what we are going to believe. So decide what you're going to believe. Okay, that's the first thing. I'm going to have to decide what I believe about all kinds of different things, about God's heart for people, about God's heart for situations and relationships. I'm going to have to decide what I believe is true. Now, of course, I'm going to be open to God's refining of that truth because I am highly aware that the things I've thought were true in the past have needed a little refining or a whole lot of refining, actually. But we're going to have to decide what we believe is true. And then after we decide what we believe is true, we're going to need to decide on our actions. Are we going to live according to what we have chosen to believe is true? Or are we going to live in opposition to what we believe is true? Let me think of an example really quickly. I'm in parenting mode, so let's just talk about our children for a second. I believe that God is going to see my kiddos through to completion. I am choosing to believe that is true. So when certain situations arise that make me think, Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? This kid's at a fork in the road. You know, all these fears and worries and uh, we can become micromanaging, overbearing parents when fears and worries arise. But I've already decided that God's going to see through my kid through to completion. So when situations arise that make me worried about whether or not God's going to see that kid through to completion or protect him or take care of him or whatever, I've already decided that he is. So my actions can line up with that. I have to decide that my actions are going to line up with that. I'm not going to let myself spiral into worry and fear because I've already decided that God's going to see them through to completion. This just came to mind. I don't know if it applies, but years ago, I prayed for a lady with cancer for nine months and she died. And then I prayed for my cousin for nine months, cancer, and she died. And then I prayed for my other friend for nine months. She had cancer and she died. And I just remember thinking, God, I know you're good. Solidify in my heart today that you are good because there's going to come things in my life that are going to feel like you are not good, but I want to nail down in my heart, and my mind right now that you are good. So when something traumatic comes up in my life, I don't have to question your goodness. Yes, I might have to walk through hard things, but I don't have to question your goodness because I've already decided to believe that you are good. So that's just the example i that hit that hits home for me is that when we decide what is true, then it's a lot easier it's not easy, but it's a lot easier for our actions to line up with that because when we decide that our actions want to believe truth, there's peace in that when we live out what we believe there's peace in that when we are making. Choices and actions that go against what we really believe deep inside our souls. We're just out of sorts. There's not peace. There's chaos. There's tension. There's indecisiveness. When we're in opposition, when our words and our actions in our life is being lived out in opposition to what we believe is true, there is not a balance in us. And so there's just all of this unrest. And of course, we have a hard time making decisions because we're not being true to our inner selves, where the Holy Spirit takes up residence in us, where He's guiding us, where He's gently leading us, where He's saying, Hey, this is the way, walk in it. When our auctions aren't walking in a place that says, I believe this is true, then we're all out of sorts. And I think in my own life, if I look back, yeah, I mean, of course the food in the pantry (laughs) that shouldn't cause so much tension. But if I've already believed that I'm going to be a good steward of my body, then those options don't always have to be so hard. If I have chosen to believe that I am valuable and that it's okay to make choices that make me happy, then I'm going to go with the color of wall that makes me happy, not the color of wall that everybody else is going to think is pretty in my house. Right? Silly examples. But if I'm going to live in sync with the Holy Spirit inside of me, I'm going to have to learn to be spontaneous in my obedience to the ideas he puts on my in my mind and my heart. But So many variables come in, these fears and these worries, and they just leave us undecided whether it's what people will think or whether like in my own life right now, I had a conversation with a friend last night. I just really don't even know what I believe about some things. So there's some tension involved there. I don't know what decision I would make in a certain circumstance because I really don't know what I believe. And they walked me through some questions and brought me back to the core belief of what I really believe. And guess what? All that tension dissipated. It left me because I remembered, you're right, what I believe is this, And so now my actions can easily line up with that. I don't have to worry about whether or not I'm going to make a bad decision. I've decided that, or I remembered, no, this is what I believe is true. I've Decided what I'm going to believe is true. And then my actions are going to line up with that because there's peace in that. So anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you left with some nugget of truth to apply to your own life. Oh, there's the oven. Muffins are ready. I hope today's episode invited you into a deeper connection and intimacy with God. I want to hear from you to hear what's on your heart this holiday season. What are you struggling with most? Go click the link in the show notes to join our Facebook community, and you can chime in there about this specific episode. If you're encouraged here listening to The Honest Ugly, be sure and subscribe and share with a friend. If you feel stuck and you don't know how you're going to move forward this next year, book a coaching session with me. I would love to help you know how to respond to God's invitation to find healing and intimacy. Merry Christmas, friends. You are fully known and deeply loved. Nothing you do will make God love you more, and nothing you do will make Him love you less.